0: I'm your host, Chris Freeman. I'm a high-tech sales leader, real estate investor, and lifetime learner. Welcome to the High Tech Freedom Podcast. This is episode number 49. Wow. Well, if this is your first time listening, welcome. Uh, There are a number of really good episodes uh, that you will enjoy But one that's top of mind right now is definitely go back to the previous episode. So that would be episode 48, David Fisher. He shares some really good topics on networking and specifically on leveraging LinkedIn. Uh, You'll find some great ideas that you can implement right away. So for today's topic, in an earlier episode, I talked about running a great meeting. This episode highlights some tips and best practices for that post-meeting follow-up. Uh, Now, think about this. Have you ever had a meeting where you went in and you just felt like you rocked it? Um, It went well, felt like you clicked, you sent your follow-up, and then crickets. No response. Maybe they read it. Maybe they ignored it. Maybe they just took it and said, okay, yeah, it looks good. But I know as a sales rep, that can be incredibly frustrating because you put all your time and effort, um, you know, some passion into that meeting, into that follow-up, and then to get no response, it can be a little bit frustrating. Sometimes that's just the way it is, but it's better to have done a quality post-meeting follow-up response than obviously to not do one. So I want to talk a little bit about some uh, some best practices on following up. So our success as sales professionals and as just sales individuals Really, our success is based on a collection of small things that we do well every day. Um, Maybe some small things we do consistently every week. And for those of you that maybe follow college football, right? Nick Saban, head coach of Alabama, he is legendary for this philosophy of following a process. Now, he doesn't start off the season with a goal of winning a national championship, although that's what they continue to do, it seems like, every few years. What he starts off the year with and he starts even before a recruit ever hits the campus, he focuses on a process. He focuses on getting better every day. He focuses on eliminating mistakes. And as you do these things, it all piles up to small successes that build into big successes. Now, if you think about uh, what are we paid to do as sales reps, it's customer meetings and then close business. And the customer meetings, that's the gold of what we do. It is the most important activity we do as uh, professional sales reps. But you know, what we do after is just as important. So i like you to think about, you know, what do you do? Do you just send a thank you email? Do you send a meeting recap? Um, do you have some process or structure that you follow? So I had pulled together a few examples from other top reps, and I just created my own simple structure that I still use as a sales director, maybe when I own the follow-up. And so I'll just give you kind of the breakdown of, the, of my email and try to give you some generic examples of what each of these sections look like. So for the beginning, it's really important. You need to make a connection. And so you, you might open it up. Hey, really enjoyed the conversation, but then right away, you need to make that connection because ultimately we're dealing with humans. So for example, it might be, Hey, John, really enjoyed our conversation. By the way, good luck with dropping your son off at college next week, right? Probably built some rapport, learned that his kid was going to college. Um, I just think it's really important to be be authentic and make that connection uh, and continue that connection from the meeting into the follow-up. Then from there, I'd like to do a quick recap of the meeting. Hey, as a, here's a quick recap of what we understood to be your challenge, uh, the impact of the business, some possible solutions we discussed, and a summary of next steps. This is a, one part that, I, that I'm a big fan of. Please keep me honest if I've missed anything. You, know, you can paraphrase that however you want, but you're asking for feedback. hope you are enjoying this episode. I wanted to break in with a quick commercial. During the podcast, we sometimes talk about how to invest those hard-earned commission dollars so that you can build that freedom we are all working towards achieving. Now, I built that through 20 years of real estate investing. Now, recently, my team helped me put together a webinar on how top sales pros can create passive income and achieve financial freedom with hands-off real estate investing. Now, I'm still doing this. And as I continue to invest, I'm giving opportunity for others to learn and invest alongside of me. So if you want to learn more, go check out our webinar at hightechfreedom.com forward slash webinar. That is hightechfreedom.com forward slash webinar. We will also put the link in the show notes. Now back to the show. All right, then the next section is more of the recap about uh, what we heard in regards to the challenge. So that might be as a recap, hey, we understand, uh, or, or you stated that you have the ongoing expansion of some new business applications, like, you know, throwing a name. And maybe these new applications are being developed to be more cloud-native and working in the public cloud, and they have a goal of being in multiple cloud vendors, but maybe they're having problems troubleshooting it. Maybe they're having problems securing it. Maybe they're having problems just generally managing it. Um, So that's kind of the general problem that this particular maybe customer shared in a meeting. Then the next section is, okay, that's all great. That's a problem. How is it impacting the business? And that's where I like to then boil it down to how does that problem trickle up to maybe, you know, the economics of the business or trickle up to maybe the C level or the senior VP that you know that really feels this pain from a business perspective. So that might be, you know, the impact of the business. Hey, we briefly discussed how this is impacting your team's ability to meet uh, uptime or to meet certain SLAs to the business, or maybe it's delaying the rollout of additional. Impact additional applications that the business is asking for. And maybe this is impacting uh, the company's ability to, I don't know, hit some stated objective to reduce operational costs by a certain period of time, right? Just, you know, your accounts, you know, your technology, you know how that translates to the business. That's where you want to capture it. You know, and then I'll go into, all right, the next section, solutions discussed. Now, I try not to make this just my standard boiler template of whatever product or service or software it is that uh, we're selling, but I like to make this more customer centric. So as an example, um, solution discuss, we discussed options to unify, I don't know, management across multiple cloud vendors, as well as some of your legacy applications that are still sitting in your, uh, your data center. We also discussed the ability, you wanted some portability across your two primary cloud uh, providers, ultimately providing you the ability to quickly scale as the business comes with new requests, new projects, maybe a new acquisition, whatever it might be. So let's just say you can do all those things, right? You notice that I didn't make this about me as the vendor, You know, all of those things we could do, hypothetically, um, but all of that was really focused more on solutions, and needs of the customer versus you know me as a vendor and all my cool features and functions. All right, now, next next step, uh, open items, next steps. So this is just, hey, what did you agree upon as next steps? Maybe schedule a demo, scheduling another follow-up meeting, maybe sending a white paper, maybe setting up a meeting with a, a lower level or a higher level person within the account. Just a great opportunity to capture those. Because by the way, The customer went to seven other meetings since you've talked to them, and they won't remember everything that you jointly agreed upon. Now, one quick comment on this. Ideally, you have agreed upon next steps and action items, but maybe you ran out of time. Maybe the meeting ended abruptly. But let's just say that uh, you didn't get it done. We're not all perfect. Well, this is an opportunity for you to insert your desired next step or action item. And, uh, you know, if it's not right or maybe the customer doesn't quite agree, they, you can always adjust it. But it's an opportunity to get that in there as part of the follow-up if you weren't able to get that mutual commitment during the meeting. Okay, so now you've crafted your follow-up uh, response, short, sweet, to the point. It's time to close it out. And this last piece is, is really my favorite piece. And I've seen it get a very high response rate. And I like to put in this sentence, customer name. So let's say John. Did I miss anything? That one sentence, John. Did I miss anything? I'm specifically asking John a question, and the number of times that I've done this, the number of times I've been cc'd on these messages from my teammates, the response rate is so high. And sometimes the response rate is as simple as, "Nope, you got it all." Nope, nice work. Nope, agree with uh, with everything you said. And every once in a while, it might be. Um, Everything looks great, but you left out this one thing. But you asked John a question and John feels compelled to answer. So uh, if you're not doing that, definitely insert that into your follow-up. And then, you know, obviously close it out with your own salutations, your own style, best regards, sincerely, whatever. So I guess in closing, what is so important here is that you have your own process. Create a template. Make it consistent. Then, when you have that consistency, you can make small tweaks or adjustments based on something that's working well or maybe something that's not working well. So, if you're not getting a response, maybe you can reframe your question that is asking for a response. Maybe you can move it to the top of the email, maybe move it somewhere else in the email. The point here is when you have consistency, you can start to notice or even track changes within uh, responses. I also love the consistent follow up because you can build upon it for subsequent meetings. It kind of becomes like a way to map your buyer's journey. I'm actually gonna have a topic uh, on that here uh, coming up in about a month or so. Anyways, that's it for today. If you want a copy of my template, I mean, it's basic, but I'm happy to share it with you. Just send me a DM in LinkedIn and um, I'd be delighted to share it with you. And just remember, the sky is a limit in our profession. If you're crushing it, keep crushing it. If you feel like maybe you've hit a rough patch, just remember, you can achieve amazing results in our business. Even with an average product, even with an average company, the upside is still incredibly high. So just, it's about not quitting, keep grinding, keep building pipeline, keep focused on the future. Don't be looking in the rearview mirror. And if you keep doing that, you're going to eventually crush it if you're not already crushing it today. So until next week, make this the best week ever.